Now you're yeah. back right here, baby. In my kitchen. And you, hey, how like what what did Bo do when you went to pick him up? Dude, I predicted because he basically stayed at like a daycare slash kennel thing that was just someone's house. I predicted that he was gonna be pretty fucking chill. Because yeah. I thought he was gonna be exhausted. Like he was there for twelve days, hanging out with dogs all day, you know. Right, right. Uh, so that's exactly what it was. Like he was, he was. Just ex- like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, a, he was fucking like filthy. Like he was, he smelled like he was covered in like shit, piss, and cum. Yeah, sure. And uh, oh, the the bath was like disgusting. Bathing him when we got back, and then uh, but no, he was like excited. You know, he was doing his little like running around stuff, and he was like. <laughs> Like, just kind of, like, jumping up and down and running and everything. And then he, right, yeah. he just immediately wanted to go on, like, a long walk. And he was running the entire walk. And then the rest of the day, he was just, like, done. Conked. Fucking conked. And then the next, like, three days, he was the most anxious he's ever been in his life. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like he, he finally realized, like, dude, I'm back home. And for the last, like, what felt like a year for him, probably, he was like, I thought you guys, like, gave me away. Right. You know? Yeah. There's no way he understands what's happening. You can't get across to a dog that no. you're going to be back in 12 days. Dude, I, one of us would, like, move too quickly on the couch, and he would be like... <laughs> and we're like, dude, oh my god. And then he, like, couldn't get oh, comfortable. Poor little, like, poor little butchie. I know, I know. He's. I, we felt, as much as we were losing our fucking cool, uh, we, we, I, we felt bad for him. Like, we knew what was happening. It's like, you know, uh, you ever seen, like, nature footage of like a zebra evading a fucking like hyena attack or something yes and you ever notice that like after they get away they kind of like have this like whole body shiver that they do they're like like they just it's like literally them shaking the stress off of what just happened because if they didn't they'd be like super high strong and wouldn't be able to fucking live you know Right. And so I feel like that's what Bo was doing like for those two or three days it was like his way of just like trying to shake off the last you know, what perceptibly for him must have felt like so long. Very long time. You know, like the longest he's been away from us for years. And uh, in this place that he's not really, you know, he doesn't really know. Like he he must have been shaking all that stress he, off. He Is he, he's not really much of a dog dog. He doesn't no. really like hanging out with other dogs. No, much. he's not. He, yeah. he is definitely more of a people pup. People and pup. he's a people pup. And, um, yeah, so I kind of, you know, the lady that we dropped him off with was telling us, like, that she was going to take pictures every day and that, uh, give us updates every day. And she never did. She didn't do it once. We had to text her every, like, two, three days just to ask, hey, how's Bo doing? Is he eating okay? Is he, like, is the activity okay? Blah, blah. And she would, every time she would respond and say, Bo's great. Bo's amazing. We love having him here. You know, like, he's having such a good time. Blah, blah. All right. And we're just like, well, then prove it. We're like, why do we have to, like, seek information about our fucking child that's staying with you, you know? Prove so, it. Get him on. Let him talk to us. Yeah. Let, yeah. Put him on the phone. Put him on the phone. <laughs> Where is he? I want to hear his voice. <laughs> I'm just like, Bo! Bo, talk to me. Bo, dad's here. It's your daddy. It's your daddy, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was kind of intense and it got really old. Um, but yeah, man, since then it's it's been so nice being back and uh, I even worked while I was down there and shit. So it was like it was chill, dude. It was awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, what? 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 Huh? Huh? What were you? What were? We, what? 
I was just gonna say, do you know what I did in the uh, little interim while you were on vacation? I just have a feeling it's gonna be sexual. It was a little bit. I, definitely I mean, everything did, you do is a little sexual. I, I definitely <laughs> did have a sexual experience. Um, was it just mind or body? Mostly mind, partly body. And mostly sexual. And 90% sexual. Damn. Uh, I saw I the Marshall alive. Oh, that's What's right! Up, Welcome to another episode of the Earbuds Podcast. This is a podcast where two good buds talk about one good album for a good amount of time. On this episode, we are talking about the Mars Volta's new album, The Mars Volta. Uh, that was not a lie. I did actually see The Mars Volta live I in concert. I cannot believe I forgot that. It's, it was, it was weird, because um, they played in like a classical theater, with the seats and the rows and the balconies. Right, so right. The third balcony, obviously. Was it weird, like doing acid depth. in a super nice theater? Um. It was like, <laughs> I don't it felt know. right. Like it felt, it, felt <laughs> it just good. felt really good. Like, yeah. The when the Mars Volta went up, the, all the people on the ground floor got up and and were kind of in a pit together. Oh, sick! Uh, I the whole time, my legs were like cramped because the, I was in the front row of the third balcony. Okay. Um, and in front of me was a cement wall. That was the cement wall, of the balcony. Right. And it was very close, and my leg was killing me the whole time. And oh. I was not going to get up because I had a very good seat. Um, so was, couldn't you have just stood up, though? Well, there were people behind me. Oh, and everyone was sitting down? Yeah. Oh, come well, on. How are you going to sit down? The, we were, like, fucking 20 feet up. Dude. We're not going to fucking stand up. You can't sit down on Mars Volta's concert, dude. They played for, like, two hours. Dude. Okay, yeah, I'd sit down eventually. I love having the I I like having the luxury of sitting down, but I still get the fuck up, dude. I if I see too. if I see fucking we Limp Biscuit like, in a goddamn theater, you better you best believe I'm getting up. I'm gonna drop kick someone off that fucking third floor balcony. I when I was standing up to get to the seat, I got vertigo because we were up so high. Oh yeah. Oh dude, that happened to me in Austin at the Paramount. When I saw oh, some comedian there, I think it was Dimitri Martin. I was really fucked up, and same thing. Like I started going down the stairs, and I was like, "Oh!" Like I started like yeah, kind of leaning forward. I'm like, "Oh shit!" So, but was it? I mean, it had to have been amazing, right? Uh, the first band goes up. They're all right. I still don't know what their name was because the mm, that's not a good sign. Well, they were fine. They were like a moody, melodic band that was fronted by a woman who was possessed the whole time. Oh God! Um, and the the girl who was singing spoke in Spanish the whole time when she was uh, talking to the crowd, so I could oh, understand what she was saying in Seattle. In Seattle, well, yeah, but that, most that people sense. in the audience could understand. Uh, uh, yeah, because they're Mars educated. Volta, uh, Mars Volta is from El Paso. That's I right. Believe. Yes, and I think Omar is from uh, Chile. Oh, no. uh, okay. 
I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm not. <laughs> I don't do research for this shit. You know. I don't that. do research. They're just my yeah. favorite band of all time. All yeah, right. Like, what are you supposed to know? Everything. Don't I don't know where Matt Embry was born. Balls here. Yeah. Um. And they, I was worried. Uh, because this new album, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But like contrary to what you may think, twenty three minutes in, we are gonna get to it. <laughs> um, I was worried they were just gonna play the album the whole time. Yeah. They played the two singles from the album. And the rest was like mostly deloused. Oh. Uh, a good amount. And like two, three or four songs from like uh, Francis. There was like a song from Amputecture, was what they opened up with. Which, what uh, is it? Because that's like my favorite one of theirs. Uh, it, it's whatever the first song is. Uh, like a Silos <sighs> Magdina or something? I can't, I can't even, it's been so long since I've listened to it, but that's definitely my favorite Mars Walter record. Dude, that's awesome. It's, they gave, like, the people what they wanted. Yeah, you know, and, well, like, they didn't play any Bedlam and Goliath, which, which is, is a great fine. record. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, like, one of my favorite records. It's, like, my first Mars Volta records that I, like, really dove into after Delouse. Yeah. Um, they didn't play anything from it. Fine. They Nothing played from... stuff, they played a song from Nocturnicate, though. Yeah, that's okay. what I mean. Like, Nocturnicate, right. I think, is, like, the closest thing to their new album. You know? That you're going to get from their earlier shit. I thought that, I thought that as well. Yeah. And then I went back to it. And actually, Octahedron. I don't know if you've listened to that. I, I liked it, but it was very different for them. I, I think Octahedron was kind of the closest step to whatever this new album is. Which... But not even a midway point, dude. Nothing could have prepared us. For what this no, album ended up being, it's the they've been threatening for a long time that they would do like a pop album. Threatening. <laughs> it's been a threat. It's Don't make threat us do it. <laughs> and they and you know what they pulled the fucking trigger. You motherfuckers were gonna do a goddamn pop it. record. Yeah, they made a fucking pop record, dude. Um, is it good? We shall that. break that down. Let's we'll talk about that, dude. Yeah, that was um. I mean, first Mars Volta record in over 10 years. Yes. Um, a reinvention of the band, as they've said. Which is why they made it a self-titled, right? Because... It's something that I need to bite into for a second. Uh, like a reinvention? The reinvention thing? The reinvention thing. Because they've done stuff before. They have that band Antimask. That yeah, they oh, I love Antimask, an entire man. record. It was the same two people. Um, but it had like Flea and shit on it. Well, the, Mars Volta records have had Flea on it. Oh, I didn't know that. Flea was touring with them for a long time. I did not know that at all. Uh, they are very tight. Nice. Okay, so that, that makes sense because I thought that was so random for them <laughs> to make a band together. Did, what song did he play on albums or just like songs? I believe he recorded bass on the first album and he did some horns on Francis. What? Uh,. And he toured with them for a long time. I think up till like Bedlam. That's fucking awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, big big Chili Peppers connection there. Yeah. They also, they also hung out with um, the guitarist. Uh, uh, Shanti? Yeah, for Shanti. He did ah. the first like two solos on. Uh, which they played fucking so dope as hell. Good. Um, 
God, that show, it was really good. They haven't missed a beat, except for uh, Cedric, who has, from all the live shows I've seen, never really able to replicate what he does on record. I that, I uh, mean, to, to be able to do that would make him too good, honestly. Yeah. Because like, he's so good first, on every record. Even in the first shows, like in the first records Mars Volta did, He's never really been able to replicate it. It's a lot of studio work getting those vocals to sound really good with the music. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Um, for the most part, honestly, I had to give it to him. He did pretty well. Two-hour show. He's in this, like, 50s crazy. or something now. You know? Yeah, crazy. Um, there were definitely some moments where it's like, ooh. Uh, I mean, I've seen Deftones live, like, four or five times. And it literally was, like, every other show, Chino was, like, amazing. <laughs> or just butt awful. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I forgot about Mars Volta, honestly, a little bit. Like, I hadn't listened to them since uh, Octahedron was their last one, right? Uh, Nocturnicate. Nocturnicate. Yeah. Uh, haven't listened to them since that. Uh, since the first time I heard it, and I was just like, okay, like, whatever. Um, and that was 2012. And that was 2012. And, uh, but then, and then we I, listened to DeLoused for uh, your podcast. Yeah, which oh God, unreleased, so good, unreleased. Yeah, uh, and you did a cover of one of the songs on that for that fucking podcast. Yes, I did a cover of their final song, uh, crazy, which is called "It's Their Most Famous Song," Nurseatic ESP. Dude, there's so much. You put so much effort into that cover. I feel horrible <laughs> that I've never released that. Dude, no, I've podcast. listened to that cover like recently, and it is my vocals are so. I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I, I could do it better now. Oh, give, give me those give me those stems. Just, you know, just give me another chance. So good. I didn't know how much I wanted a new Mars Volta record until I found out that a new one was coming out. And yeah, I got know, really excited for this album, dude. And then it confused I, the fucking hell out of me. It's confused everyone. The first time I found out this record was coming out was from the first singles that they were putting out. Which is Vigil, right? Um, I think the first one I heard is Black Light Shine. The first track. Which is the first track. One yeah. of the tracks they played at the lo- at the show. I like that um, song a lot. And I, I was like, okay, I kind of get it. There's like the very percussive intro. Oh, like, that ex- auxiliary of, percussion so good. Yeah, like... Cedric speaking in Spanish for a good amount of the song. Like this that, is, you know, that's my shit with Mars Volta. That's what I want to hear. This is kind of what I'm expecting. Yes. Uh, and then more singles came out, and then the album came out, and we were, we weren't gonna do that for a uh, for like a, fresh a shorty drop. or freshy. Yeah, no. You know, we we want to like get into this. Um, what do you think about this album in general? Man, I was pretty fucking disappointed <laughs> the first time. I listened to it. After my first run-through, I was like, what the fuck did I just listen to? Like, there were so many moments the first time I listened to it that I was befuddled. It's just... Like, how is this the same band? Yeah, like, how can this possibly be the same band? When I went to the show, this is my kind of gripe with them putting out this music under the Mars Volta and them kind of rebranding, reinventing the band. Right. When I went to the show, most of the people there were in their like 30s and 40s, 
guys that kind of grew up with these albums right. had Bedlam shirts, had deloused finals that they brought for some reason. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you just get excited. Honestly, um, uh, no offense, but I do think it's a little lame to wear the band shirt that you're seeing that No night. way! A no little way. bit. No way! I'm doing that all the time. You do it every time? Fuck off. I mean, hey, man, that's what I said. I didn't want to offend. Jesus. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> no, man, fuck off! <laughs> Uh, um, I just, you know, I used to do it a lot as a kid, and now the older I see it, I'm just like, I mean, okay, I, anyway. <laughs> I love it. I think it's just, like, just showing your respect, man. Yeah, just like, hey, man. It literally shouldn't bother me at all. And it doesn't. <laughs> but it does. But it does. <laughs> uh, and everyone singing along to every song, yeah. you know, yeah. except for these new two, which is, it is a new album, but I don't think anyone there found this band through this album you know what i'm saying i don't think this is anyone's first mars volta album and it's also not the kind of album any mars volta fan would really want from this band so who is this album who is this rebranding for this is for not bringing in new people from it this is for them it's for them this album was a 100 percent like selfish uh choice like they know what people want from mars volta they probably don't really have that in them anymore. Like, how much of that shit can you possibly write? I mean, that's... I I saw an interview that... uh, At the Drive-In Reunited, right? And they kind of put out a new album, which I hadn't listened to. Me neither. Um, And they were playing that kind of music, and they were like, yeah, man, like, uh, this aggressive music, it's still good, but it's not what we want to do anymore, especially after that At the Drive-In Reunion. But right. what I'm saying is it wouldn't be the first time y'all have done something under a different name. That's true. Uh, there was nothing stopping them from putting this out as... I mean, Cedric has so many side projects. Uh, I mean, Omar releases Omar is new albums I mean. like every month. Yeah, and Omar's in a ton <laughs> like, of bands. There's one that's really good that I can't remember the name of Bosnian right now. Rainbows? That's a good one. It was called Anywhere, I think. Um... I think I that's one of his, and they're great. Um, yeah, man, that's what I like. I totally, I totally feel you, and I honestly didn't think about that at all. I just thought, uh, what a weird choice to make, you know? It's it's just an it's an odd choice. It makes it's it an, seem like they're gonna kind of run with this thing for a while and still make new stuff. Like there's gonna be a second album after this you know and maybe a third I that's, wonder where that's they go what from it there. seems like they're doing it seems like if you're if you're literally like clean slating your band yeah. you know like just no expectations is almost what that means to me it's like don't have expectations on what this is going to be like it's going like, to be what it is even the album cover itself is like it says the mars volta kind of but some like it, a lot of times it doesn't it's this weird like gold plate thing almost it's as if to say this cool is kind of like a new thing we don't quite know what we're doing either but right like maybe it's it'll a... develop into something cool yeah <laughs> i don't know man i feel like this was uh it felt super deliberate on their part and honestly it's very much for them and it might be even more for i think cedric because a lot of the album is was written as kind of this uh thing that's going it's about this crazy shit that's going on in his personal life right now that involves the church of scientology yeah fucking danny masterson the dude from that 70s show and cedric's wife really 
And so if I'm if I read this correctly, and I'm gonna I'll edit this out if if I fucking completely misread this shit, but I think a lot of this record deals with the fact that Cedric's wife and two other women have come forward accusing Danny Masterson of sexual assault. And he's literally on trial right now. Like currently, like fucking today about this, like uh, for this shit. And apparently Cedric's wife is like one of the women. I, you know, when I read the lyrics for this album, it is like some kind of on the nose stuff, man. Cedric has been saying like these, these lyrics are a lot simpler. It's a lot less coded in layers and layers of metaphors and similes. I am a little dumb. So it was still like, there were still a lot of, lines and words that i couldn't quite grasp but it seemed like there were a lot of themes of control and betrayal uh, yeah on this record uh a lot of fearful sounding songs like a lot of songs that sound angry and scared um in the lyrics you know kind of definitely bring that through there are a few moments on the record that had the like kind of you know hopeful feeling a little bit yeah uh, mixed in but yeah man a lot of the album was like kind of heavy and uh and it's weird to write a pop record uh, dealing with such a heavy fucking theme yeah uh, but i mean I... in like fucking shore story there's that line that we make them nervous because i know they're listening or because we know they're listening or something like that yeah. uh which is you know scientology has been like fucking scientology is crazy and they like spy on people and fucking harass people and like dig through the trash and fucking you know threaten people and shit so right yeah um that was a big thing that is a big part of this trial with Danny Masterson is that a lot of people are saying that the church of Scientology protected him and they tried to scare these women out of saying, like telling people that this, that Danny did this to them. Yeah. So like there's a whole fucking organization going against these people right now. And, uh, I think I also read somewhere that, that the, that they recorded this album kind of in secret because of that a little bit, that they didn't want, people to find out that they were recording an album about essentially like Scientology and the shit that they're dealing with. Yeah. So, uh, they apparently recorded all their sessions. Like they didn't put them in any sort of like digital, uh, memory. Like they didn't put it on, leave it on hard drives or computers. Like they, all their recordings, they all did, um, CDs. They burned every, at the end of the day, they would burn what they did on a CD and take it home. And they didn't put it anywhere. Like they were like super fucking, kind of secretive and it sounds like paranoid about this record you know and uh there's a lot of that like tension i feel like i feel like you can feel it in the music you know because there are like we're you know we've said that this is a very different mars volta record it's a pop album it's fucking weird as shit uh unexpected but there are still some very mars volta classic things happening at times on this record especially in like the lead guitar stuff and in the vocals i mean there are there are tracks like Kerios tell Madiga in mi corazón. yes. Uh, and uh, the requisition. Those are kind of more what I expected of, of like a pop Mars Volta record where it's yeah. that Mars Volta interesting, weird musicality, some Latin grooves. Yeah, a lot um, of salsa. Like if they decided to make a salsa band, I would listen to <laughs> so much of that, dude. They do it so well, man. And yeah, that Latin-y feel that they were able to bring in, and they still had the psychedelicness, the weirdness yeah, going on at the same time. You know, most of these songs, honestly, don't really have that 
Mars Volta's soul to me. I know no. that's 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 bad to say because obviously it's the same two dudes. They feel passionately about this record. They obviously put a lot of work into it and they believe in it. Um, yeah, but, but dude, a- listen to fucking Vigil. Listen to Collapsible Shoulders. It's yeah, like what it's, it's, are these so- like? Who is this band? No case gain. Oh my god, dude. It's just I, like I just as as a as a they're my, like one of my favorite bands of all time. I'd say they're in my top two favorite bands of all time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and I like I just really I've I've really wanted to love this record. I really wanted to like this record. It didn't grow on you. Um, it did a little bit. Like the more I listened to it, the more the songs separated themselves. The more, like the more you knew what to expect, right? Like the the more like after that first it, listen, every listen after that got better because I started understanding what I was getting into. That I, first one was like I was bummed. Yeah, I was. I I was I, bummed. I thought like okay, like I must have missed something. Like I need, <laughs> I definitely need to listen to this like three or four times before the next right. episode because I probably missed something. It happens often uh, with albums that I'll listen. Yeah, to you don't catch time. on to a lot of things. No, it, it takes me a second, you yeah. know, um, and so it's it's not uncommon. But on this record, it was like it it never really took that ninety degree right turn that some albums we listened to did. My, this for me, I agree. It didn't take a, a ninety degree turn. It, it definitely didn't go. I mean, it didn't take a one eighty. I think is what you're trying to say. I'm not sure. Uh, mm, where you you hate degree. it and then you love it, you know, because ninety degree is halfway between those two and I think that's where I landed like I'm right around I took like a 90 to like a 100 degree turn from <laughs> from my first one because it, it did grow on me like every subsequent listen like I liked it more because I knew what to expect and there's really only two songs that I really can't sign off on and I can't stand and it's Vigil and No Case Gain Ooh. I can't stand either of those okay. fucking songs well sir <laughs> We might have an interesting conversation later. Pretty soon, but I want to I wanna posit something to you before we go into our favorite songs. Yeah. And our non-honorable mentions. And my chair's fucking loud. Um, the first time I listened to this, the main thought I had was, you know, like how Arcs Bandits like, changed so much throughout their trajectory right and like yes all of a sudden they became like this prog rock band and they kind of circled back and started bringing back some of the reggae stuff a little bit after that but mandala specifically your favorite album yes of rx bandits mandala specifically to me when i first heard it i thought okay rx bandits are officially trying to do their best impersonation of mars volta and i was like that I, it was know. sounded so heavily inspired by mars volta to me sure and listening to this album, I thought Mars Volta sounds like they're trying to do their best impersonation of Rx Bandits. R- really? Yes. That... There's a lot of stuff in here that sounds like Rx Bandits to me. That's... Like, uh, Que Dios te madiga mi corazón. Like, that... Like, and they're like... Like, there are many moments on this album that I'm like... Dude, this sounds like Matt Embry could be singing on this, and it would sound in place. All the electric piano, 
that they use throughout this album, right. which like Arx Manus yeah. uses that a lot. All the little like type of things you hear in the background, very reverbed. All that organ, like just yeah. that kind of like those surges of organ that happen and all the little synth work. I'm like, this sounds like it has gone full circle and Mars Volta is writing an Arx Bandits record. Uh, I don't I don't think it even has this is cruel, but I don't even think it has like the innovation or creativity of our expanded at all. I don't think so either. That's you what know? I mean. Like it like, felt, it felt like a cheap imitation of Mars Volta, which is like at first what our expanded sounded like to me when they were playing on Mandala. I was like, this just sounds like you're trying to be a different band. Right. And so that's what I mean. I'm like, now it, this album is so not Mars Volta that it sounds like they're doing an our expanded impression of our expanded trying to be Mars Volta. You know, and it's like, so it's it's even more layers of just like removing the quality behind it, you know? Sure. But I got to say, there are some things I liked a lot. Like, I think the musicianship is fucking amazing. A thousand percent. The musicianship on this record is incredible. Sure. Yeah. It might not Always sound is. as like intricate, right? Like, it's not as like proggy or intricate. It's definitely not as in your face show many as all as most other Mars Volta records have been. Yeah, not a lot of like, like a lot less of that fucking jazzy craziness. Yeah. There's like a moment at the end of Vigil where the drummer is doing this like little snare roll. I was like, oh, okay. Yes, like the drums are pretty active on this record. Drums are amazing on this record. Yeah. Willie's fucking incredible on this album. Um. No? Well, no, like it's it's great. It's it's not like there's just no moments. It would be weird if they did more Mars Volta E drumming on this album. Like it wouldn't fit. No, because right? there's a lot of songs that it definitely wouldn't work on. But man, the songs where Willie had to like hold back, it were I didn't enjoy as much. All the songs where he's just kind of like doing little like marching beats or just doing really simple, you know rhythms like i want to hear him like wasn't it you know, uh, like, wasn't it the uh chick who did the first like inertiatic demos doing the drumming on this on the wikipedia it said that it was uh someone named willie there was well, a, a girl a woman played bass on the album oh it was the bassist okay yeah yeah but uh, willie was doing drums Willie was drumming, man, and he was, I thought he was my favorite, he was my favorite part about the record. Um, great bass playing, like we already mentioned, fucking cool lead guitar work. Like, he pretty much, all the lead guitar work pretty much just sounded like old school Mars Volta. But they they paired it with this, like, kind of poppy, more alternative version of them. So it right. stands out even more to me, and I liked it even more. You know? I mean, Omar is one of my favorite guitarists of all time. And yeah, he's awesome. He just knows how to make that fucker sing. Oh, he just, you know? he, yeah, he he's a he definitely has like a certain way with it, man. Like I I don't I haven't heard anyone else that plays like him. Like all the like the basis of the scales he uses for guitar are already different than most other guitarists. Hmm. Uh, and I think that just like all of his like lead guitar parts on most Mars Volta songs are so out there and weird. Yeah. Um, but it like, it's, it still fits in with the song. Uh, there are a couple moments on here. I feel like it's a little safer on this record for the most part. Yeah. I mean, he has, again, like, can he really go off, you know, the way that he does on fucking, what am I listening to right now? That sounds like a ABC family song. 
uh, Cerulea. Cerulea. Yeah. You know, like, it's, there's just, yeah, there's so many, it's just such a different vibe on this album, man. Uh, but, again, like, Cedric's voice, incredible, creepy, yeah. beautiful, hypnotic. It, it really, he, he brought it again with this album. I was actually oh, yeah. kind of scared, like, what has 10 years done to this this singer but like he hasn't less fucking skipped a beat step. not one yeah that like he still sounds amazing and i liked the kind of like 90s grungy pop and like 80s power ballad kind of stuff that was sometimes on this like and the production overall was just fucking beautiful right yeah on point so with that said choice nugs Choice nugs. So let's do some choice, choice nugs. nugs. All right. Well, of course, we always like to preface the choice nugs. We like the little amuse bouche before the choice nugs of our narnerable mentions, man. So, what are your? Do you have any nars? Are you nard out? I I got nars. Don't you worry. You got nars. You got nars for I, dars. I got my narnerable mentions all lined up, all in a row. All right. Uh, I really like the requisition. Yeah. I don't think it was a great ending song, but I thought it did a lot of interesting stuff. Really aggressive and dark. I I said I literally put the same thing that it was an interesting closing track. Um, graveyard love was I think that was the second song they played at the uh, live show. A walk behind me. me walk behind I like that. Me again. Uh, yeah, very eighties. And Kadios, Kadios, what I think was. I, I wish that song was longer. I wish yes. that song wasn't a minute and a half. I know. I know they could have gone so like I know Omar could have expanded on this. That's so a seven much minute more. epic. Just one. That's just like we just we saw the 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 egg. Like it's gonna be a full fledged chicken on the next record. I'm I'm convinced. Like they're gonna have to like flesh out that song because it could have been a seven minute epic. It really could have been. It had Easy. so much potential. Yeah. Um. But the. The, the shortness kind of kept it from being a choice. Yeah. Um, and those were those were my my main main couple uh, narnerables. Nice. Well, I think Blacklight Shine is definitely a nar for me. Um, I thought it was a good opener for the album, and it does set you up pretty decently for what the album's going to sound like. Yeah. Um, love the Spanish vocals and stuff. I love when they do that. All the phasery guitar. Uh, yeah. and, it, and it was such a great introduction to like this is what the drumming's gonna sound like on a lot of this record I'm like I'm into it uh, Cerulea I liked a lot that that was the one that kind of sounded like a power ballad a little bit uh, it sort of takes you on a journey you know I love all the harmonized group vocals in that one that's like that really soaring fucking organ or yeah. whatever that just adds a lot of like emotion to the song I liked it uh, we're super poppy but they pulled it off Flashburns from Flashbacks, I thought is really is a really cool song. One of the few songs where they actually like say the song title in the song. Yeah, they, they you could have rolled credits um, when that moment, but it was like cool staccato, you know, nice twinkly piano. The vocals are kind of sexy, whispery vocals, and uh, and that's pretty much it, man. Like there's the songs that I like a lot, I fucking love, and uh, but there's some there's some a lot of flyovers on this one for me. Uh, well, let's get into our choices, baby. My first one, I'll just go first. Yeah. Uh, is Blacklight Shine. It's the oh. first song on the album. Okay. You're uh, just going to let me talk about it for like 30 seconds and not... Yeah, and I, I didn't want to bury the lead. Yeah. Make me look like a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> you did all the work for me, and I could just say, I really like that one. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, uh, ditto. They, they did it live, and I understood a little better in the live show context, like mm. how it kind of fit into the Mars Volta, you know? Yeah. Uh, the percussion is super nice. They had uh, Omar's brother, who's been in the band since the beginning. He was doing percussion in keys. Uh, nice. And it, like, it's like a what's I don't know what it is. It's like a nursery rhyme. It's like yeah, you know, kind of. I love the melody, man. It was just like it came in. It was just like very catchy. And that like uh, the one before, like the melody right before that, like. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. That's a good one. I love all the auxiliary percussion on that track, too, man. Very nice. I wish we had more percussion on this record. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The times where they did this, like they had the the, the bongos and the all that shit going on, it's just so cool. Yes. It just worked every single time for me. Uh, well, I would, you know, we already mentioned one of my choice dogs, and I fucking hate that it's only a minute and 41 seconds, but it is... Que Dios te maldiga mi corazón. Uh, it was so close to being one of my choices. Que Dios te maldiga mi corazón. It's just the whole song just has like such a good fucking vibe to it. Yeah. That salsa piano, that like kind of that Latin jazz. Like, come on, dude. Like, the, the percussion, vocals on it. The vocals were great. The percussion was killing it. The way it opens into the chorus, it, and it gets like super Mars Volta e with that like distorted guitar and that group vocals, just that yeah. wall of sound. It just feels like chaotic, but it's such a great rhythm. You just you kind of have to relax your ears and just kind of groove to it, you know. Yeah. Just wish it was fucking longer. I just like this could have easily been like a seven minute song. Easily, and it would have been so good. But they were just like, no, it's a pop record, so nothing could be over four minutes. But it sounds like a pop song. It actually sounds like a pop song that Mars Volta wrote. It sounds like a Mars Volta song. Yeah, but it know? sounds like, you know, that like, like that melody. I'm just like, that's a pop song. Like that sounds to me like the best version of what Mars Volta pop could sound like. Yeah. Yeah. But they just, the, that little activity, that aggression isn't really what they wanted on this record in the end, you know? No. Which is and, like, but the moments that it happened were just like, ah, I loved it. I, I yep. held on to those tight, yes. you know? Yes. And then it, it's just like, it's going so good. You're just jamming to it. And then it's just burnt. And then just ends. It's like, I know. Fuck. At least Cerulea is a good song. You know, like the, the next nice one, one is nice. Into. Yeah. The next one's nice. Uh, what's, what's your second choicey? I think you already know what it is, boy. I'm worried that Buddy it's visual. <laughs> It's Vigil, baby! Uh, Come on! Stab me in my pig heart. Forget about it. Eat some fucking square pizza. Go back to Uh, Chicago. Oh, I'd love to. You got square pizza? Is it it not a catchy song? No, wait, real quick. Is it not just like something you're kind of grooving to? I don't know. All I can think of is pizza now. (laughs) It's like a nice pizza where the cheese is under the sauce baby you just gotta love it and appreciate like a it chicago it deep dish hey it's a little deep dish baby. right by the lake yeah baby yeah baby 
<laughs> the fat bees. Yeah, baby. But it's I want to deep like, this pizza. I don't know. I feel like this is the kind of pop they were going for, regardless of the Mars Volta, like, thing. I like the little, like, synthy bass that happened. On the centrifugal ways of Yeah, this sounds like Elton John mixed with David Bowie to me. <laughs> you don't think that's a good fucking combo, and baby? Wall, and the wave. I just I can't do it man I feel like it feels so unnatural for them I'm surprised it's one of your favorites man I thought you were gonna hate this song no of course I'm not gonna hate it um what of course I don't well there are there are Mars Volta songs I do hate. They're mostly on Nocturne. Really? Kit. Oh, okay. Uh, we can get into that another time. Yeah. Ooh, I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to force you to listen to that album seven uh, times to to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> Every time I go back to that album, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give it an honest shot, and then I just fucking, I just can't Ooh. get through it. Well. Um, anyway. I was able to get through my second choice nug real easy, and I really liked it a lot, and it was. I think it's pronounced Equius 3. Okay, little Equus 3. Equus 3, man. The synth was the fucking hero. The that synth was, the was fucking eating my lunch on that whole goddamn song, dude. Like, That's it right. sounds so much like Arx Bandits, this song. Like, what do you think? It's just, Equius 3 is the, the best example I have of how much this sounds like Arx Bandits to me. What, like, what Arx Bandits are you going to? Like what album? I'm going to late Arx Bandits, um, Mandala and uh, Gemini, Your Majesty. Okay. All right. Like that fucking, that sounds like something Arx Bandits would do, <laughs> with the with those drums that like, you know, right. and uh, the chorus just hits so fucking hard every time on this song that pain in my heart again like yeah. uh when they stop everything and he sings that line and they do it every time and i love that it's just like they're not above like no this sounds cool we're gonna do it before we're every gonna fucking do it chorus. Again. yeah like i yeah. i was so happy that it that it repeated like and it made the chorus hit so hard every single time uh just a gr- good aggressive pop rhythm to this song, you know, like so many good melody changes too. Uh, it could easily like this song could is very theatrical. Like it easily be used in a fucking movie scene of like the, where the good guy's about to die or something. Sure, you I know. I I also feel like anytime the distortion is put on the guitar on this album, yes, I really like it. <laughs> it's Dude. like a really good song to me. Yeah, yeah, right? And, like, the drums are, like, also relentless kind of on this song. They just have this great driving rhythm. Yeah. All yeah. the synth stuff, like, just, like, in the background, just, like, this really light synthesizer that they're doing that kind of, like, fucking flicking the bean on the synthesizer. <laughs> you know how much he loves flicking that bean, dude. Dude, who doesn't love flicking a bean? Um. Well, let's get into a little thing I like to call ratings. Uh, this is Interesting. a little yeah. This is a concept. Okay. Try to follow along with me here. I'm with Zero you. Zero to right, ten. Well, okay. Do you know those? You know those numbers? I'll learn as we go. Okay. Well, there's yeah. some numbers in between that as well. We're gonna sounds kinda, like a lot of counting. 
the higher it is, the more we liked it. Okay. Zero to ten. Mm-hmm. We're gonna kind of put our little feelings in a concrete number that will be in that number forever. Uh, mm. it See, is... this is an idea I can get behind. You think you can get behind this? I, you think I, this is like a I good support thing for the this. Show? I'm voting. I'm voting yes on proposition ratings. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's try it out. We'll just try All it right. out. We'll just try it out. We'll just try it out. How, we'll just, just try can it. I try first? Go for it. See if you can. You, you just go for it, man. See, like, do I whatever your fucking wing heart it. tells you. Just gonna wing the rating. Uh, I didn't know we were doing this, but uh, I, I, I think I can. I think I can get there. Uh, not the Mars Volta record that I wanted. Not the Mars Volta record that I asked for. Um, didn't kind of hate it. Things, I think. Didn't hate it. Okay. Um. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> Is that a th- okay? You're implementing a new rule that I didn't know about in the ratings section. Yeah. Okay. Fucking just hold off for a second. All right. Fine. Um, Whatever. It definitely grew on me, for the most part, as a whole album. Oh wow. Uh, mostly as a as an album, I like it. Um, if we break it down into individual songs, I don't like it as much. Yeah. Um, I think all in all, like I said, the drums and the auxiliary percussion like really made it for me. Cedric's vocals are a very close second, and then all the lead guitar and synth stuff after that is like just in order of things that I loved about this record. Um, right. The album did have a super heavy feel, like despite it being fucking quote unquote pop music. Um, there were moments that like it. This you know t- I thought you know this kind of sounds like a Mike Snow song or something. But other than that, I'm like this really did sound like Mars just really fucking toned down Mars Volta to me. Um, well, the album is dark. It sounds frustrated. It sounds scared. And it's really effective in that way for me. Like, it really, uh, to me, it really hits its stride halfway through the record. Mm-hmm. And it might be a mental mm-hmm. trick that I'm used to. Like, that I might just, like, maybe my brain is by the fourth or fifth song. It's like, okay, remember this? And I start liking it more. Uh, or maybe they put their best shit in the middle. Because I feel like songs five, six, seven, eight are, like, the best on the record for the most part. Um... It worked for me. And at the end of the day, I like this album for what it was in fucking all capitals for what okay. it was. Uh, I It's not the Mars Volta record that I wanted to hear, but it's still a really solid fucking piece of music. Well, in all in all capitals, could you tell me like what number you would rate it? I'm going to give this a capital... <sighs> I'm going to give it a capital 6.8. 6. point what? 8. Eight. Eight. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Do you think I was saying six point A? I, I only heard t- six point two. Oh, really? <laughs> Must, I had a Skype thing, I don't know. That was uh, Um Wow. I think I might be I think yeah, I'm lower than you on this. Really? One. Yeah. It might just be That's a goddamn shame. It is a shame. That's a really a shame. It really is, because it's really that's a, that's a shame. I love this band. Omar's one of my favorite guitarists of all time. I think he's one of the best songwriters of all time, just in general. Jesus. It's it's heavy claim, but, you know, yeah. he's, he's kind of on the shit. He doesn't stop writing music, you know? That's true. Um, and I've just loved every single record uh, from this band, Sans Nocturnicate. I feel like it's not a pop record at all it doesn't have any of the pop like it has accessibility 
but it doesn't usually have the catchiness or the danciness no. uh, of pop records. And I also don't think it's the best toned down stuff they've done. I feel like Octahedron did all the did kind better of job. toned down stuff in a in a better. They did a better job of it. Yeah, something um, that I didn't say is that I feel like um, this. I don't think this is gonna this is gonna lose them some fans, and I'm not sure how many fans is gonna gain them. You know, it, I think it. I don't think it's gonna lose fans as much as it is just gonna. Fans of Mars Volta just aren't really gonna pay attention to this album. Yeah. They're just gonna maybe get a drink whenever these songs play live. Right, that's a bathroom break. You know, it's yeah. it's just a very small blip at the moment. If this develops into a phase and it doesn't progress, it doesn't evolve, um, then they it definitely lose can people. lose some fans. For sure. I, I have faith that if they do keep doing this, they will get better at it and mm-hmm. it'll get a lot better in general. Um, right now, though, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm There really aren't... Um, there are only a couple of songs that I'm going to go back to individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the album is a bit too long for me to listen to the whole thing very often. Um, and it's just really not as enticing as I'd like it to be. No, I think it's an easy one, you know, which is really crazy to say about Mars Volta. I think it's an easy background <laughs> record. Yes, I think it's a very I think it's a very fitting background record. Yeah. Uh, the drums are great throughout. It is pretty active drums, despite the rest of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, the vocals are a lot better than I thought, which I'm glad about. Yeah. Omar's guitar playing is fantastic. The synth work is really great. The great. musicianship is there. They're just 100%. not really doing anything that's interesting to me. Right. Um, I I do think the middle of the album is the better part of it. Uh, you agree with me? Wow. I agree with you in that. I think wow. it starts at like blank condolences. Yeah. Uh, and it goes until like, kind of like I liked No Case Game. <laughs> um, it, it goes somewhere around there. Um, but as a as a fan, uh, it's it was just I'm not gonna say it was disappointing, but man, it is really not. It's it's not what I wanted at all, and right. I. You know, it, maybe that's part of why I'm going to give it a lower rating than you. I'm going to give it around like a 6.2, honestly. So not super lower. I was thinking it's you were going to go into low. the threes and fours here. No, like, I was thinking it was definitely going to be between, like, I was thinking five and six and maybe a little above six. Okay. Uh, I really hope if this is the end of, if, of all this, that's fine. If they do another album... That's fine as long as they take what they've learned from this, yeah, and they they learn your lesson, evolve on it. I I don't think this is gaining many fans. I don't think any of the old fans are really digging this album. Uh, yeah, we'll see how this affects them. Mars Volta, I love you boys, my favorite band. Yep. Uh, I I wish you nothing but the best of luck, and. Maybe, <laughs> whatever. I'll save the Nocturnicate shit for when we get to Nocturnicate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Ash, if this is the end of Mars Volta, I'm glad that I'm here with you at the end of all things. I, You know, 
at the end of it all, Lucas, I'm glad I'm here to hold your hand. And kind of, like, digitally, I guess. Yeah, give me your digits. Yeah. Give me those fingies. Let me see them digits, baby. (laughs) Thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. We have the video version on YouTube if you want to see our ugly fucking mugs. If you want to see our good fucking hair. You know, you can do whatever with that. I got got a bullet going if you didn't notice. That's nice. I got a stained white t-shirt. Go look look at me. I got my Trader Joe's jacket just because... God, you just keep repping this fucking company that you don't like. I, I can't say anything officially. <laughs> you uh, signed an NDA. I will say this hoodie does feel very comfy. That's so, the thing. I know, and it's I a know. nice cold day here in Seattle. Baby. I still wear t-shirts of the last company that laid me off, and it's because I just like them. And they I just, just like fit, the and it's just yeah. good. I don't know. But every time funny. I put it on, my soul dies a little bit. <laughs> sure, right. Yeah. Um, You can... Rate us if you want. You can please rate us, us actually if you want. Yeah, we, we need Instagram. rates. Yeah, we need rates and comments. Where's what's our Instagram? I'll tell you, Lucas. It's E B P cast one word. E B P cast one word. That's easy to find. That is so easy. There's nothing Lucas. confusing. It'd be hard to not find it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not. At least it's not three letters in a row that all sound exactly the same. Right. Well, they it, it could be so many other words. It could. We could have done earbuds podcast. Yeah. Why no didn't one, we? No one wants to type in more than seven letters at a time. Why didn't we? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe Michael can be the head of our marketing. He wants us to have a new <laughs> name anyway. So. Does he really? We could just rebrand. Well, <laughs> didn't he say that he was like, yeah, kind of hard to find. You know, maybe wow. he should rebrand or something. It's like okay. Well, I will say that after we've been uploading everything to YouTube. Um, and I tag all of it with our, our podcast. Like, we do show up now. If you search Earbuds Podcast, like, we're the first thing that shows up. Oh, so, no shit? Yeah, look our shit up on YouTube, man. Um, there's sure a little that addition. Isn't your algorithm? It might 100% be that I have, like, so much cash on my fucking browser of visiting our YouTube. Like, it could very well be. Uh, but honestly, like, you know, if you're listening to this, our fucking YouTube videos, like, have a little bit more involved in them. Like, there's some extra jokes in there. There's some edits. Yeah, some, a lot of edits where, you know, when we, when we talk about albums or people, like, we, you know, there's a lot of things that we do on the videos that we that we can't do audio, audio-ly. So, go check those out, man. And, like Ash said, give us a like, a subscribe, a comment, a follow, a rating would actually be fucking dope. We need more of those. Uh, and thanks so much for listening. Guys, what did you guys think of this album? Do you love it? Do you hate it? We want to know. Ash, next week we're talking about uh, someone that I actually know and uh, wanted us to listen to their record. So we're going to be talking about David Beck's uh, newest record called, oh God, oh God. Bloom and Fade. Bloom and Fade. Thank you. I was pulling it up. Uh, Yeah. Well, buddies, listen to Bloom and Fade by David Beck before next week. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Ash, this was pretty... Lucas, this was pretty. This was, this was a pretty podcast. I Good think job. in general, just aesthetically speaking. Good job. Good job. Hey, great show. Good job. Hey, good job. Tim and Eric, great show. Good job. Good. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. 
Tim and Eric, awesome show. Great job. Tom goes to the mayor. 12-ounce mess. Uh, moral oral. Boondocks. Really? You're out? Let's go. Aqua bats. No, go. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, eat shit. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's too late. The buzzer rang. All right, bye. All right, bye.